0: Thanks for listening to the Dearest Dula podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Sines, and this is episode 105. Welcome, dearest doula community. I'm really excited to introduce you to today's guest. She is a retired doula and childbirth educator and the owner of the website Doula, supporting birth and postpartum professionals around the world with skilled website doula care for their birth or holistic health practice through custom website design, DIY website support, and search engine optimization. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Miss Sarah Juliason. How are you today, Sarah?
1: Great. Thank you so much for having me, Natalie. This oh, is wonderful.
0: Great. Thank you so much for coming on all the way from Costa Rica too. How exciting. <laughs> well, um, I've given our listeners just a really brief overview. Why don't you take a minute to tell us a little more about yourself?
1: Sure. Well, I mean, to, to start off with, I've I was a doula and childbirth educator for over 20 years. Uh, I started in my early 20s and just retired a few years ago. So, you know, this work that you do is my love and my calling as well. And uh, what I've found over the years is that along with my great love for birth work, um, I had this strange growing passion for website design, which I did not come by uh, with any sort of kind of willing attitude or interest. I, I was forced by my husband and brother to start <laughs> making updates to my own site because they were tired of doing them for me. And um, I kicked and screamed the whole way. <laughs> and, and then once I started to learn the basics, suddenly I got really excited. And after many years of playing around with it, I, I discovered that my passion for this side of of the birth Realm is is equal to to my calling for birth work. Um, I, I found myself really excited about the potential of website design as a way to help change our birth culture, because I really believe that you know without a strong online presence, it's it's difficult to have a thriving birth practice. And the reality is that in in the birth culture we're facing today, we need strong professional doulas, midwives, prenatal yoga teachers. You know everybody in in the spectrum of birth work. Um, to really rise up and stand in that place of professionalism um, for us to be able to really have the impact that we want on families and on our surrounding community. Um, so I, I, you know, my, my calling has changed and I've left behind birth work and now see website design as kind of my role in, in the path that we're all on.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I'm so glad that we got to share and learn a little bit more about you. And it sounds like you found a great way to continue serving those who serve and you are adding to the birth community overall and making it a more birth worker friendly place through your work. So mm-hmm. I'm so excited to dive into today's topic. As you know, the Dearest Doula podcast was really created to educate and empower those new and aspiring doulas but i do feel like talking about the importance of website design is something that's going to resonate with doulas across the experience spectrum whether they've been to one or a hundred births this is something that i think is a really common pain point because um, we all come (laughs) from a different learning curve when it comes to creating that online presence and building a website and so um, i guess just to start what i'd like to have you do is talk about the importance of why someone would want to build a doula website. I know when I first thought of becoming a doula and I went to my training, I was so focused on the care aspect that I walked out and I've, ta- I've shared this time and time again on the show. Um, the reality of all the work I'd have to put into it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I mm-hmm. thought, wow, I'm going to have to create a website and a social media presence. And so, um, and, and, and. <laughs> exactly. And the list just keeps going. Right. Uh-huh. So, um, so I think that something that you know i i don't feel too foolish admitting it didn't even occur to me i would need as a birth worker Um, but if we could just talk about why that is so important i think that'd be a great place to start sure uh
1: you know today's generation uh the the families that are getting pregnant now they basically live online you know (laughs) their 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 daily lives involve long hours and and on, on their devices, and over 50% of the searches they're doing are actually being done on mobile devices. Just last year, we crossed that 50% line. Um, so, everything from restaurant reviews to banking needs to social engagement, the internet is absolutely key. And birthworks certainly fits into the types of things they're searching casually on their lunch hour. Um, you know, make, taking advantage of, of that access that they have so you know i have met some doulas who are doing well without a website but most of them have been around a long time um you know usually two decades or more and they've got very strong word of mouth referrals but even they are starting to come around i just finished a site this week for a doula of 23 plus years Mm. her very first website and i mean there were tears in her eyes as we (laughs) completed our, our call yesterday she said you know I finally can share this resource with my clients and feel proud. Like I've got this whole online presence that I am so proud of and feel confident about. And it's like there's there's this whole other way for my clients to know me and just what a gift that is to her to feel like it's a partner in her business instead of something that she just has to deal with or feels guilty about not having. Or, you know, other doulas, and another doula I talked to yesterday is just ashamed of her site. You know, she doesn't want to share it with anyone. Yeah. And, and so the the key is to not only have a site, but have a site you feel passionate about, that you feel is a true representation of not only your skill and your values, but also kind of your your professionalism, that it reflects the, the level of care that you offer your clients uh, because you've invested in it.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, you've hit upon so many really great and relevant points there. Um, like you said, I I do still feel that word of mouth is a very big part of um what leads to doula success. But for mm-hmm. that new and beginning doula, that certainly takes time. And so those looking for an easier entry point and way to get started, I think automatically turn to the website. But then that in itself is just also so daunting. And mm-hmm. like you said, I know I went through a lot of embarrassment with my website, and it's still <laughs> like constantly being polished and tweaked Mm -hmm. and and something that, um, that I'm continually trying to fix, because like you said, it is such a big reflection of who you are, what you stand for, how you want clients to resonate with you and to know, like, and trust you, right? I mean, so often we're not getting those face-to-face consults first is that they've already checked us out. And so making sure we have a website that gives a genuine and great representation of ourselves and how we conduct our businesses is just so important. So again, that kind of leads us into this next segment, which is getting into the big pitfalls that you see a lot Mm -hmm. of birth workers make, you know, just like uh, so many other things as entrepreneurs, we're trying to start off doing things ourselves. And so I'm sure there's a lot of, um, of maybe mistakes that you see that you could help guide us through and how to avoid that. That'd be great. Absolutely. All right. So, (laughs) There's lots of mistakes that we all make, right? And sure. and one
1: of the things about website design is that we'll put something out there. And then usually within about six months, sometimes one month, we look at it and we go, ooh, mm. maybe I should have done that a little bit differently. So we go in and we do a few tweaks. And, and then often I see doulas who kind of wake up and go, oh, you know what, it's time to start fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've patched work, worked this together and it's time for the next level because they've seen their practice grow. And now it's time to present themselves in a new way. So um, you know, the, the mistakes that we made are all, make are all fixable. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, websites are a working tool. They're not something that's static. Um, ideally, you've, you've got a situation where you have access to making changes on your site. You're not dependent on other people to do so. Um, so I really invite all of you, to, you know, as, as we go through these, if you're kind of having that reaction of like, oh, you know, I'm stuck with this or I'm stuck with that, you're not stuck. Mm-hmm. There's, there's always room for change, whether you're working within your existing site or looking for a professional to help you. Um, there's plenty of support available. So the first big mistake I see people making is choosing the wrong platform for their website. And there's so many options out there, and it can get really overwhelming choosing. Um, So I encourage you to really evaluate the goals of your website and the functionalities you need it to have Um, because not all of the platforms are easy to move away from when you're ready for something new.
0: Can you you give examples of what Mm -hmm. you mean by platform? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, you know, we've got everything from, um, like, GoDaddy Builder, WordPress sites, uh, Vistaprint sites, Wix, Weebly, Squarespace, WordPress.com sites, and then WordPress.org or self hosted sites. So those are the most common ones I see word birth workers accessing. Mm-hmm. Um, and each of those has pluses and minuses. Um, for me, really key factors would be uh, a platform that's mobile responsive with all devices. And that's not just mobile friendly. So some of these uh, like Wix or Weebly will create like a mirror site of your site that is mobile friendly, but you have no control over it. So kind of it it looks however it looks and you're you're somewhat stuck with that mobile design. Whereas with a self-hosted WordPress site, You know, we can tweak how your site appears on mobile, which means Mm -hmm. that you have full control and, you know, that that long explanation that was perfect for the larger size screens can be shortened when somebody's on their iPhone. Um, which which gives you a great deal more flexibility with your site. Um, is it easy to change templates? You know, when you decide, I really don't like this anymore. I want something new. Uh, can you do that with a click of a button and, and maybe a day of tweaks? Or are you stuck having to recreate the entire thing? Um, is there flexibility to grow with you? You know, are there extra plugins or uh, tools that can be added onto the site? And a lot of these free or very very basic template Things really don't have that that feature. Um, Is it fast? Are there good loading times? Um, Is is the template clunky? Um, Is it set up for good search engine optimization? Does it have all the settings? And is the actual infrastructure of how the template is built good for search engine? Um, You know, I've seen clients who invested incredible amounts of life energy and money into GoDaddy template sites or VistaPrint sites and you know the sites in general look relatively awkward. They're they're not really doing what they wanted them to do. Uh, they don't have the flexibility they need, and they're not showing up in search. Hmm. So it's like you put all this energy into the site, and it's not working for you. Right. So when I look at both the the financial and the the time investment in a website, for me, it's much better to s- start off with a strong template and for me the top two choices would be a self-hosted WordPress site or Squarespace um, if you're not ready for WordPress. WordPress self-hosted sites would always be my first choice Um, but really make sure you're you're setting yourself up for growth and not something you're going to be stuck with down the road.
0: Oh, that was great. I love that you were able to highlight the differences between mobile responsive and mobile friendly, because I just thought the two words were synonymous. And mm-hmm. I'm curious whether or not a lot of other birth workers have thought that too. So oh, great, it's, great it's
1: point. It's very common to to not, I mean, it's, it's new, right? A, right? a few years ago, we didn't have to have mobile responsive sites. And last spring, Google made a change. And they said, you know what, we are placing a priority on mobile uh mobile friendly sites. So they're not requiring responsivity. They're friendly is, is good enough. Um but we, you know, we're seeing those standards even more strict over time. Sure. Um so in terms of which sites show up in search, the ones that are mobile responsive are gonna show up first.
0: Oh wow. Okay, good to know.
1: <laughs> should, should I go on to the next sure. mistake? That good. Okay. <laughs> Um, The homepage, the homepage, you guys, the homepage is like this beautiful welcome entry into your practice. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to make sure that it's engaging, that it's personal, that it conveys the value of your practice, that it invites them to take the next step. Uh, So often I see homepages that kind of look like every other homepage. You know, there's this is what a doula does. Here's the research on doula care. Um, often I will look at somebody's doula homepage and I won't have a clue as to where they're even based. Hmm. Are they serving Tallahassee or New York? I have no idea. Um, you know, and our sites are only going to show up in our local area. So that's, you know, you could say, well, that's not an issue. Well, it is an issue because for Google to understand where you work, uh, you need to have those location clues embedded throughout your site. Um, so I want to see kind of that, that whole picture of your, your practice kind of in this beautiful snapshot that has just enough information. To have people know where they are and, and kind of what they need to do next to learn more about you, but also enough warmth and kind of connection-building language to help them feel motivated to take the next step. Um, as as you mentioned earlier, you know, the the website is now a key part of how people are are deciding to to hire you. And what we found is that in marketing research, people need an average of roughly six contacts in order to take the next step. Mm -hmm. So that might be a referral from a friend. It might see seeing your listing in a local directory. It might be seeing your business card. It might be their midwife or doctor saying, hey, check Judy out. You know, she's a great doula. The website is a key step in that spectrum. Um, so you want to make sure when they land on that home page that they have an immediate sense of coming home, that they've found the person they want to work with. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, home pages, they're confusing and overwhelming um, because, you know, there's so much we have to say right. and we love this work. Um, so really think about, well, what is it that's going to help that potential client feel connected with me?
0: Okay. That sounds good.
1: Next mistake, (laughs) facts. Um, A lot of people get stuck with their websites. I I had a doula the other day, um, and I asked her to write the services page for her website. And she sent me a list of her services. I provide this many prenatal visits, this, that, you know, Mm -hmm. you get to use my, my birth bag and all the goodies in it. You know, here's the research on doula care. And and you see these sites that are filled with information and nowhere in there are they giving the feeling of what is it like to actually work, work with you? What, why would you want to work with me? What, what makes my practice unique? Mm -hmm. Um, Why do I love this work? What am I passionate about? All of these, these pieces are the ones that the clients are going to resonate with. And without those connection points, they're going to move on to the next site, which is probably going to look just about the same. (laughs) Um, And so if you can inject your site with multiple connection points where people feel that sense, you know, again, of coming home of, of, Ooh, I want to learn more of intrigue of excitement Mm -hmm. for the potential of what you can offer them. That's where you get the site visitor that becomes a client.
0: So when you say the third mistake, when you have that listed as facts, do you feel that we're too fact driven in our services page? We're way too
1: fact driven. You know, I I mean, they they do need to know the basics of our services. Yes. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, they need to know how it feels to be in our care.
0: Okay. That's a great idea. I hadn't thought of it like that. And you're right. I, you know, perusing through different doula websites, um, every services page is kind of reminiscent of the other. And so it's just kind of become like a safe standard, but mm-hmm. I think you offer such a great insight on that in making sure that we are including these connection points. It could really, I'm curious to see what the conversion would be like when somebody does something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. You know, we have to give them a chance to know who we are. if they can't imagine being a pregnant woman and going from site to site to site and not being able to truly tell the difference aside from maybe a few personal details, like how many kids you have or what your dog looks like, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe the colors you've chosen there, there's very often very little to really help you discern the difference between any given practitioner. Now the next, um, challenge that I find many doulas facing with their sites is is a a, it's a hard one because um, we invest a lot of energy into our sites and you know hopefully you feel really proud of your website Mm -hmm. but if it's not showing up in search nobody can see it it's not going to do anything for your practice Mm -hmm. so you know part of what uh, one of the the catches here is that people will do a quick Google search for their site and go, Oh, I'm on page one, look, that's awesome. (laughs) What happens is that Google personalizes your search. So Google knows that you have a connection to your site, so it's going to show you your site first. So even when you search for yourself, the strong likelihood is that the place that you're seeing your site and the rankings is not what the average person is seeing. Mm Which is bad news for a lot of you, I'm sure, because right. you're coming. Gonna... <laughs> um, so there are ways to actually sign out of Google and um, search for it kind of without with masking your your identity okay. so that it's not showing you preferential results um, or just hop on a coworker or friend's um, uh, computer who's never searched for you before and see what happens. And hopefully you'll still see it on page one, Um, but I do want those of you that are, you know, feeling really confident about yourselves to just take that moment to do the double check, uh, because it can be um, quite revealing. (laughs) Um, So, you know, how much do you know about SEO, Natalie? Uh,
0: I don't know an awful lot, honestly.
1: (laughs) How would you say that the average doula would react when I say the word search engine optimization?
0: I think that they their mind probably blanks out a little like I like mine. Does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're probably thinking something like, you know, I would
1: rather like hold a crying baby for 12 hours straight. Yeah, <laughs> than have to do anything exactly. to do with search engine optimization. So, you know, it seems overwhelming, but it's not. And you can learn the the core steps of SEO quite easily. Um, I take great joy in making sure my clients understand the ropes of how to use their website as a creative tool, you know, how to take their content and help it be found easily. Um, because, you know, it, it's absolutely key. There's no, no purpose in having a website if nobody can find it. Okay. So um, there are a lot of factors that go into good search engine optimization and ensuring that your site shows up well in, in search results. Um, not all of them are ones that we have control over. Um, things like the type of template you, you know, kind of site you have, whether it's mobile responsive, um, the age of your site, um, if your domain has been around a long time, or if it's a brand new site, brand new content, brand new everything, all of those things come into factor. But then there's the whole realm of how you've actually structured your site. So, there are lots of simple changes you can make to how you organize your content and, um, the settings that you put in for SEO for each page that are, are really solid steps forward that you can take to help encourage your site to show up well in search. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I see a lot of doulas who think they've done it right. Who've really just kind of plugged in a bunch of random words, um, And it's not doing anything for them, unfortunately. Um, Or they've missed those settings entirely because they didn't even
0: know they were there. When you talk about those settings, do you kind of mean like, um, I'm trying to it into an example Mm -hmm. that i can relate with that is that like when i create a blog and Mm -hmm. my website tells me hey you can put in tags and then i just type in like birth babies doula is is that the like the metadata or is that something different or even more technical yeah
1: so tags are a piece of it but even more important are the page title and the page description depending on the the site type you're using it might be called um page title and meta description
0: um
1: and those are what are going to show up in search. So when you do a search for birth doula in New York, um, the very and you get the the listings. Mm-hmm. The top line that you see is is what they've set as their page title. Okay. The second line that's in green is the URL for that page, and then the black two lines below in the small font, mm-hmm. those are the meta description. Okay. And so those are how Google is reading your site to understand what that page is about. And then it's looking at that, and then it's looking at the content on the page to make sure that they match. You know, that you're not trying to SEO a page for placenta encapsulation when that page is actually about doula care. Right, right. Um, So, you know, there's lots of things that people can do in very simple ways to help improve their SEO, um, making sure those settings are set up correctly, um, making sure that their services are divided up. So you've got a page devoted to birth doula care, a page devoted to placenta encapsulation, Mm -hmm. a page devoted to your belly casting, instead of putting them all on one page, really give yourself the chance to have a page devoted to that practice so that all of the the words are easily trackable by Google. Um, And it can have you show up when somebody searches for placentas, you know, or belly casting, or birth doula instead of going, well, what is this page really about? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, There's lots of great online resources for SEO. Um, Lynda.com has a lot of courses on there. Uh, Skillshare is another online resource that has some good SEO courses. Um, You know, there's lots of blogs you can sign up for. Um, And I'll talk a little bit later about my finding clients online course as well uh, that teaches SEO for birth pros.
0: Awesome. Okay. Uh,
1: and then the final one is a is, is a simple but important one, and that's encouraging people to take action, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on that home page and on every other page on your site, I want to see some kind of call to action button that says, you know, whether you want them to sign up for your newsletter or do a giveaway or sign up for a free consult. Um, the reality is that social media it's it's getting harder and harder to reach even the people that are our fans because they're decreasing the reach of our posts. Um, And so it's more important than ever to collect a good mailing list um, because that's the one thing that you have control over. And so having some sort of call to action on your site that allows you to collect emails is very beneficial long-term for your marketing strategy. Uh, And as well, you want people to land on your site immediately know what they need to do to get to know more.
0: So that yep. call to action is really important. And you would recommend having those just kind of dispersed throughout the website or like I see a lot of people that have that right on their homepage and then mm-hmm. I'm more mm-hmm. interested in learning about them and then say, okay, now I'm ready to mm-hmm. to learn more, but now I have to go back to your homepage. So just kind of having, would you recommend having those calls to action on every page or?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know? So on the homepage, you might have the giveaway mm-hmm. as your primary call to action and then, Clear links that take people into the services, maybe in addition to the menu, having one other place in your text or a button, you know, to learn more about my doula services, go here. Right. Or to read my story, go here. Um, And then on your actual services pages, having at least one, if not two buttons uh, spread through the content. So maybe one towards the top and one at the very bottom.
0: Awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing those, those five big mistakes that you see and your insights on those. And before we move into the nitty gritty, we're just going to pause for a moment to get a quick Mm -hmm. word in from our sponsors. Sure. Are you a doula or childbirth professional who wants to deliver the best experience to your clients? Do you also want to make sure you're being smart about the best ways to run your business? If so, consider joining your birth experience. Their training and curriculum is used nationwide by childbirth professionals who learn how to connect with clients, identify their needs and equip them for their own unique experience. Participants of your birth experience will also learn valuable branding, sales, marketing, and pricing strategies. They empower you with confidence by combating myths with facts, using simple and effective training techniques, and by getting you the tools and resources you need to make informed decisions. So, learn more about their step by step training process at yourbirthexperience.com and use the code DEARUSDULA for 10% off your purchase. Do you want to build a doula business that supports you as well as your clients? If you love being a doula with all of your heart, yet struggle to find clients to grow a thriving business, Babo Mia's Don't Doula It Yourself business trainings and memberships are here to guide you every step of the way. So whether you want trainings on social media, goal setting, marketing, or more, they have trainings that you're going to absolutely love. So be sure to visit them at training. BaboMia.com and click on the pay-per-view tab for a complete list of trainings, including a pretty amazing and totally free business prep school video series. You can also use the code DEAREST to get 50% off any of the pay-per-view videos or monthly membership. Again, that website's training.baboMia.com and BaboMia is spelled B-E-B-O-M-I-A. All right, Sarah, so we are back. And now what I'd like to do is go through the nitty gritty. All right. So Sarah, if our listeners were to walk away with just one or two key points on the importance of building a website and the biggest pitfalls and mistakes that you see them make, what would you hope that those big lessons are?
1: Hmm. Invest in yourself. You love this work. You want to serve your community see your website as a a creative tool and partner in, in your practice that will help you do more of the work that you love. And when you approach it from this angle, rather than kind of something on the to-do list, um, you really can invest the, the time energy resources in it that it deserves, uh, to truly represent you. Um, you know, let yourself have that that lovely feeling that my client ex- expressed yesterday of of being proud to share your online presence with potential and current clients, um, because you really will see your practice thrive when you feel that that integration, right, of of online and real life.
0: Oh, awesome. Beautifully said. Thank you so much for sharing that. And what I'd like to do next is help to put these the do in these interested doulas <laughs> And uh, let's get them connected with some awesome resources where they can go to learn even more because as much information and great insights as you shared today, I know we're barely skimming the surface when it comes mm-hmm. to the deep and somewhat technical world of building a website. So any resources you have for them, we'd love to, we'd love to get going on.
1: Sure. So I mentioned earlier Linda.com uh, lynda.com and Skillshare.com are two great uh, kind of online educational platforms that are super affordable. Um, Many libraries actually have subscriptions to lynda.com, so you can actually sign in Mm -hmm. through your library card, which is great. Um, And you can search for courses uh, on both WordPress and on search engine optimization. Um, Pink Elephant Communications, uh, Carrie Claussen, has some fantastic work books on writing website content um, her target market is kind entrepreneurs and i think we pretty much fit that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that demographic perfectly um, i also really enjoy her newsletter and her facebook posts as well um, uh, her workbooks focus there's one on the home page one focused on the about page and another one on sales pages hmm. um, I am in the process of gathering more and more tutorials on my website. Uh, So these are free tutorials on website design specifically focused on WordPress, but also there's a few in there on creating images with tools like PicMonkey. Um, And so you can access those at any time. Um, You know, and uh, beyond these, I think perhaps the best resource is just taking the time to cruise the web and look Mm -hmm. at other doula sites from your region and even around the world. And instead of looking them at them as a doula, I want you to look at them as a pregnant woman or as a partner who's looking for the support that you offer. And look, imagine them kind of seeing this information for the first time and see if you can look for the qualities of the site that either speak to you or turn you off, because those are equally valuable bits of information. Sure. Um, and look for different creative ways that other practitioners are kind of presenting the core information about doula care. Um, that we all need to share, but that they're doing it in a way that's engaging and different. Um, and keep notes, keep screenshots, uh, make a list, uh, you know, create a folder on your on your computer of, of all the sites that inspire you because that's really going to help guide the way uh, when it's time to build your own.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing those resources. And we'll be sure to put links to all of those in our website, or I'm sorry, in our show notes page. Mm -hmm. Um, Sarah, the Dearest Dula community truly believes that what you do matters, and we'd love to hear more about it. So let's go ahead and wrap up today with you sharing more about the businesses and services you offer, a parting piece of guidance, and the best way to connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So there's lots of ways to build a website. And as a website doula, I'm here to help you make an informed decision, just like you help your own clients Mm -hmm. make informed decisions. Um, I'm here to help you figure out the best way forward for your business and provide both practical and, you know, even compassionate support. Because... Putting yourself out there online can be hard. Um, my goal is to help you create the perfect site for your practice. Um, so I offer custom WordPress design, but I also offer starter websites uh, that can be customized for your needs um, if you're you know, not quite ready for full custom design. Or if you want to build your own site, we can work together with uh, hourly support to help take what you're doing to the next level. Um, I have a wonderful ebook called The Website Birth Plan. Uh, it's pay as you can with a suggested starting price of just $10, and it'll take you step by step through all the elements of planning your website uh, from writing effective content to gathering design elements like fonts and colors. Um, I've got a fantastic uh, online course created specifically for birth and postpartum professionals called Finding Clients Online that'll take you through all the basics of good search engine optimization for your site. Um, And that's uh, being offered for all of you, uh, dear listeners, at 25% off. And all you have to do is enter the code word DULA, all in capital letters. Um, And then finally, you are welcome to schedule a free consult with me. Uh, So if you are just feeling a little overwhelmed or unsure about your website needs or want to explore options with me, feel free to go to my website, uh, which is the website doula.com and um, schedule a 20 minute free um, initial conversation and, you know, no obligation. We'll just talk through your needs and help you identify the next best step. Uh, And you can also, of course, join me on Facebook. And I've gathered lots of web resources for you as well on Pinterest.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Um, We really appreciate having you on and having you share all of your amazing insights and resources with the Dearest Doula community today. And another big special thank you for that awesome discount code, Dearest Doula listeners. Don't forget to check that out. Um, you'll be able to find links to everything of value that we mentioned on today's show including the best ways to connect with Sarah by going to dearestdoula.com, clicking on the podcast button and finding this show notes page in the archives or by simply typing in website doula or Sarah in the search bar and then again you'll have this show notes page pop right up. So Sarah, thanks again. We hope you have a wonderful day and we'd like to send you a big warm hug. Thanks to your interview, we are all now one step closer to being connected, educated, and empowered. Take care.